Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Polis Priorities. These are the priorities for the 27th of May. Two weeks in a row. It might be happening. Comics might actually be back for real. It's not just a figment of our imagination. I'm very excited to talk about next week's books. Uh, you know, I'm here to remind you. You know, stuff goes under the radar, sometimes you miss things, you may not be in tuned with some of the indie stuff going on out there, because that's not always what's being talked about. Well, I'm here to make sure you don't miss out on anything good, and that's the point of Polis Priorities. Uh, before I get on into all of that, I gotta make sure you know how to support this podcast, and you support this podcast, support this podcast by supporting the ones that already support this podcast, and that would be my sponsors. Hooked on Comics. This podcast is brought to you by Hooked on Comics, some of the best NSC Live TV has to provide in auction action. Tune in Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for auctions and slabs and just amazing deals. Amazing deals. They ship quick. I've got, oh, I, I, I got in uh, Marvel Knights 5, the Care Andrews uh, Virgin Variant Connecting Cover. I got it super cheap. Got it super cheap. Shipping hardly cost anything at all. And it came quicker. <laughs> really, really quick. Uh, check out Hooked on Comics. You'll find me in there. You'll find me in there messing around. That's for sure. So tune in Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at 6, Saturdays at 7. You find them at nsclivetv.com, the Hooked on Comics Facebook page, and you know I'll be sharing it out in the Cheers to Comics Facebook page as well. So, you need comics, too afraid to go to the store? Hooked on Comics is a great alternative to that. Now, let's get into next week's books. The week, they're still easing us in. A little bit more this week than last week, but it's still by no means a, uh, a normal week for me. That's for sure. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to have more than just a few books this time. So we're going to start way down at the bottom and hit up Xenoscope. Uh, we've got some grim fairy tales. I don't talk about Xenoscope often, but, you know, and these stressful times these challenging times these this new normal we're going to uh, talk about xenoscope now uh grim fairy tales number 37 there's uh plenty of covers to choose from looks like four of them you know it's it's grim fairy tales it's been around forever now and uh it's still going still going uh we're gonna check out vault you know vault's got the stuff vault's got the stuff uh, Sarah and the Royal Stars, number seven. I'm not reading Sarah and the Royal Stars, admittedly. I'm not. But, yeah. Uh, John Sui and Audrey Mock seem to be the creators on this project. I hear it, uh, requested for, um, regularly. Regularly at the comic book shop. So, uh, yeah. After a devastating tragedy, tragedy. 
All right. Tragedy. Sarah and Antares. See, I could say the word that's not real, but I can't say tragedy. After a devastating tragedy, Sarah and Antares flee the besieged Cetera, while Alberon, you guys are fucking with me right, right now, and Famamulot, <laughs> I'm just going to make up words now, are ambushed in the Forgotten Sea. Separated and growing even weaker, the royal stars must seek forbidden help from Algol, the demon star. Alright, so if you're into freaky, weird, made-up names, this seems to be the book for you. Uh, not for me, not for me, but I don't, you know, like I said, these aren't necessarily just my priorities. These are things that, you know, are hot, people are talking about them. You know, I don't discriminate. I don't, you know, I'm just trying to make sure everybody reads only what I read. That's not what I'm about at all. You know, even when I do my review episodes, ooh, I can't wait to do a review episode again. Uh, um, no, I, I still read stuff that I wouldn't normally read. Just, you know, for the sake of uh, variety. You know? You know? I'm all about you. I'm all about you. Sometimes I find stuff that works out for me, though, when doing that. You know, stuff I wouldn't normally read. A lot of times turns out to be really good. Alright, let's move on. Oni Press. We've got Rogue Planet number one. Uh, I'm all about a number one. Y'all know that. Colin Bunn and Andy McDonald. Cool. Salvage vessel Cortez tracks the lonely orphan, a planet with no star system to call its own. Somewhere on this hostile rock is a payload fit for a king. To attain it, though, the crew of the Cortez must brave razor rock, poisonous vapors, treacherous footing, and the most mind-numbing horrors imaginable. Something nightmarish is at work on Lonely Orphan. Something cruel. Something hungry. Alright, yes. A horror book right now? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. You got oh I'm so into this. I cannot wait. I added it to my pull list. I had it on the FOC. This is one of the books I got to add in my first FOC in a while. Uh you should be hearing me talk about Rogue Planet. Unless something silly happens, like this past week where one of my indie books didn't get shipped properly. Uh <sighs> Um, yeah, no, The Goon. The Goon didn't show up to my local comic book store. Apparently, they're only allocating one book per store right now, according to Diamond or some shit. And even then, it didn't come on time. That one book is coming next week. Whether or not I'm the one that gets it, I don't know. Um, that's kind of the downside of the, you know, <laughs> the world's largest comic book store being your, your local comic book shop. But on the upside, I'm also, um, humble brag, their third largest customer, so as long as the top two don't have Goon on their pull list, I might be okay. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, the fact is, I hope Rogue Planet comes through, because I'm really looking forward to reading uh, Indie number one. Um, let's move on to all the way up to Aftershock. Aftershock has a couple this week, a couple of number ones to talk about. The first being Dead Day. Dead Day number one. Ryan Parrott. So, you may recognize Ryan Parrott from such books as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Go Go Power Rangers. And then Evany Bornyakov. Alright, cool. I bet you I actually might have said that right. So, in Dead Day, it says. If the dead could come back for just one night, what would we what would we want them to? Oh. Alright, meet the Haskins, a seemingly normal suburban family, as they prepare for the annual macabre holiday known as Dead Day. When the deceased rise from the grave from sunset to sunrise, some come back to reunite with family and friends, others for one last night of debauchery. Still, others with only one thing on their decomposing mind. A revenge. Cool. I'm into it. I'm into it. Unfortunately, I didn't get it on my pull list in time. For some reason, I missed that. Or maybe I did. Um, I've been pre-ordering books way early in advance lately, so I might have got that in. Same thing with this next one. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, this is Disaster Inc. number one from Joe Harris and Sebastian Pires. Uh, 
in oh this is a long one in 2011 the worst earthquake in japan's history and catastro and the catastrophic tsunami that followed breached the coastal fukushima daiichi power plant causing three of its four nuclear reactors to melt down Forced evacuations followed as the event released enough radioactive material into the air, ground, and water to force officials to set up an exclusion zone for only the second time in history after the Chernobyl disaster, effectively sealing off the land for what may well be the rest of human history. But that's only if you don't have the right connections, the right people to pull the strings, and the desire to experience catastrophe, failure, and misery as it really is. In, Dis in Disaster Inc., an underground tourism outfit intent on helping people of mean secrets and agendas explore the dark corners and off-map attractions typical tour groups won't go to, and various laws don't allow. Only Fukushima, known for its famed warrior class and their protection of the land and people dating back to ancient times, is full of deadly surprises and old ghosts. Alright, um, first off, I'm going to congratulate myself for not butchering that, and secondly, I must applaud the shit out of that very long and lengthy uh, pitch, because that seemed to be more of a pitch than anything, and fuck, that was well put together. There was no stupid typos in here that I tend to read often on Previews World. Um, I like that. I like that. That actually sounds kind of neat. I might check that out. If I get a shot at that, too, I might check it out. I usually try to add number ones um, uh, to my to my pull list, at least for number one. But like I say, I lose track, so hopefully I'm able to get my hands on that. Whew. Uh, let's, uh, let's move into Boom. Boom Studios. Alienated. Alienated number three of six. This is Simon Spurrier and Chris Wildgoose. It's Samantha's turn with Chip the Dangerous Alien, but everything starts to go wrong when she instigates a confrontation with her ex-boyfriend. Scared and angry, Samantha struggles with the decision to use Chip's powers for her own benefit, but not even she knows what the true consequences will be. So I did go through, uh, I, I added Alienated to my pull list, I got the second print of Alienated number one, and I got Alienated number two. Uh, this is going to be something I binge read. Uh, this is a six-parter. I really look forward to just taking in all at once. Sounds great. The premise of it's really cool, and uh, yeah, yeah, sounds awesome. Uh, more from Boom. We've got Oh Go Go Power Rangers. Don't sue me, Saban Studios. Uh, Ryan Perrot and Cena Grace back at it again. We've got some Ranger action. Zach, Trini, Zach and Trini are leaving Earth to officially join the Omega Rangers, but it means their former team is now down to three people, with Lord Zed about to launch his ultimate weapon. Uh-oh. Zordon and Alpha 5 search desperately for worthy successors, but will it be enough to stop the enemy? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, hold on. Don't they have two, two fill-ins as it is? See, I'm a little confused with the timelines right now between Gogo -Go and Mighty Morphin. I really am. Um, I think Mighty Morphin seems to be very straightforward, but Gogo -Go just kind of comes in and out of the timeline really uh, it's frankly it's confusing it really is it's almost taking away from mighty morphin and you know ryan parat's the same guy writing both of them so maybe uh, it's just easier for him to write because he sees the thing i mean i don't know i don't know he's just seeing things that we don't see um which i i, I don't understand I, I i really don't i continue to read it i'm not dropping the book uh, I'm not talking shit about the book. I'm confused. If somebody can explain this to me, at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, and, or join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, uh, I urge you. Uh, either way, follow that. But uh, answer me that more than anything. Answer what the fuck is going on in GoGo Power Rangers right now? I'm kind of. Uh, I'm talking to you, Ryan. <laughs> you know who you are. 
So, um, but yeah, I'm going to read it and I'm going to do my best to try to figure it out and talk about it. I'm going to do my best. Either way, I'm excited to have the fucking Power Rangers back. I'm so excited. Uh, we've got more from Boom. We've got King of Nowhere, number two of five. Looks like there's three Boom books I'd be grabbing this week. Uh, I'm a big fan of Maxwell Prince. That's, you know, an ice cream man. And then Tyler Jenkins is doing the art on this. So this is a this is a guy that's uh, you know it's King of Nowhere. Number, yeah. <laughs> now an honorary citizen of Nowhere, Dennis joins one of the locals on a doomed to fail money making scheme at the outskirts of town, while John Doe's mysterious killer continues to leave his bodies in his wake. Yeah, no, still reading it. Why would I not? Stoked, man. Boom really brought it. To, is going to be bringing it next week. Let me put it that way. Set up Dynamite. I don't talk about Dynamite m much, but in this strange new normal. All right, let me see what I could do here. Because there looks like there's just a whole bunch of variant covers as of right now. Let me see if there's any actual. All right, Vengeance of Vampirella number seven. That's what's coming out. Everything else, they got a whole bunch of variant covers becoming available. Uh, most of them, you know, bet ranging between fifty and three hundred dollars. But other than that, if you're just looking for story time, Vengeance of Vampirella and its four covers. Uh, yeah, that's what's happening. Let's hit up IDW. Let's talk GI Joe. I don't read GI Joe, but. Here we go. Paula Lore and Chris Evan Weiss. Evan Weiss. A mission to smuggle vital intelligence to free Canada goes sideways when Fade Away confronts someone from her past working in Cobra. The bonds of friendship are tested when lives are at stake. The world of G.I. Joe expands in this turning point issue. Yeah, I heard uh, this run of G.I. Joe is a little different, but... Who's to say that's a bad thing? Uh, I'm not reading it, though. I've never really read G.I. Joe, but there you go. For anybody that wants to get on something uh, newish with G.I. Joe, there you go. Because I think otherwise it's at like 200 and something issues, something close to that. We've got some turtle action. We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends number 23. The last issue of the original run is here. It's been a full year since the events that set in motion the Turtles' journey. As they gather together to celebrate their birthdays, they get disturbing news from Pamiko. The Foot Clan has turned on Raph. Will they be able to rescue their brother from the clutches of the mysterious new Shredder in time? Alright, so... Uh, for those of you not familiar, this book was stupidly cancelled after this. Uh, there was still supposed to be uh, six more issues or something like that. And I, yeah, it was supposed to go to 30 issues, and it just never happened. So they've been re-releasing it this time in Technicolor, or uh, regular comic book color. I don't know if Technicolor is the term, <laughs> but that's a phrase. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is, uh, I'm sure, I, 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 I haven't been reading it. Um, I'll admit, I haven't been reading it, but I sure have been collecting it, and I will be happy to say that in the long run, I will have all 30 issues, and I'll be able to go through and read that during the next apocalypse. God forbid that ever actually happens, but there we go. And this is, uh, it's, uh, it's good stuff, man. I would imagine it's good stuff. They brought it back, right? That's why they say mistakenly canceled. Let's talk... What are we talking? Dark Horse. We've got, alright, I'm not familiar with this one, Blackwood Morning After, number three of four, Evan Dorkin and Veronica Fish. The students learn about the Dark Wisdom Conspiracy, but can they warn everyone else about the planned attack on Dean Ogden's Midnight Funeral? Probably not, because we still have an issue to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a four-parter, this is number three. Why would they give it all away now? Also, Chimp Hotep's second escape attempt in a cult heist scheme, scrying, dying, corpse dumping, a dead art student, and the meat from space that eats your face. WTF? Or for those of you not ultra hip, what the fuck? 
yeah. There you go. Mm, that's a cool cover, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in this. Uh, Butcher of Paris. Number five. This is a five-parter. Uh-oh. It's late. Don't judge me. Uh, it's based off of a true killer. This is done by Stephanie Phillips and Dean Coates. So this this wraps it up. Behind bar, yeah, I'm not gonna go through the uh, the, the the yeah description on this because it's the the fifth and I have been collecting this. This is a part of a series. Now the question is, um, when do I get Mr. Expert Robert Webb to come on the show? and do a proper uh, rundown of this book with me because he knows all about The Real Butcher of Paris and we're going to give a real fun comparison and this should be good. So now that the fifth issue is coming out, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna binge it and uh, I'm going to see if we can still talk to him. Obviously, worldly circumstances have changed, so we'll, we'll see where he's at on that. But um, yeah, that's that's the plan. And maybe one, one way or another, we're going to... You know, make that happen. If, if it's not sooner, it's going to be later. But Butcher of Paris. Look forward to me talking about it with expert Robert Webb. Uh, Frankenstein Undone. This is Mike Mignola and Scott Alley. This is number two of five, so the little miniseries. Because, you know, that's how Mignola runs. Miniseries. In the lead-up to the celebrated series, Frankenstein Underground... I don't know why I said it like that. The monster Frankenstein continues his journey northward. Still trapped between the weight of his guilt and desire for redemption, Frankenstein may have to choose once and for all when an encounter with the crew of an ice-bound ship leads him into danger on the ice. There you go. Don't know what's going on there, but, uh, yeah. Dark Horse Comics really bringing it. Ooh. Alright, let's wrap up the indies the image comics you know the image 20xx we're at number four here this is lauren keely and jonathan luna mer's budding romance with nuon gives her hope for the future while her cousin lucas confronts his past reality sets in as nuon struggles to keep her identity a secret and mer makes a shocking discovery None of that means shit to me, because I'm not reading 20XX, but for those of you that are, there's your, uh, there's your little, uh, yeah, warning? That's, that's the thing? Yeah, warning you? Seems negative. Uh, reminder, there we go, that's the word. Exorcisters, number six. Number six, Jesus. Ian Boothby and Giselle Lagasse. A new story arc begins. Extra Sisters returns for a second arc. In this issue, Kate finds herself in the world where her mother saved her, saved her instead of selling her soul, while Kate has taken over hell as its new ruler. Has Kate lost her sister, air quotes, sister, again? Uh, man, I mean, not a series I read, so that doesn't mean much to me, but for those of you that are... Those Exorcisters are back. That's exciting, right? Oh, we got a bummer here. Uh, I mean, this is great, but it just means it's going to be a while before we see any more Farmhand. Farmhand number 15, Rob Guillory, ending the third story arc. So we're at the halfway point here. He's going to go 30 issues, he said, based off of what he learned between doing, uh, uh, or in between um, 9 and 10 into the second arc. The second and third arc is what I mean to say. He barely... He, he cut it really close. So this time he's going to give himself more production time so there will be a longer break. What that means, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be at the halfway point here. So I'm, I'm very excited to read it. But it's kind of like I love to... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I hate to see you go, but I love to see you walk away kind of... Thing, just the opposite um yeah I don't know maybe not maybe that's not the proper metaphor but if you're not reading farmhand fact is you're missing out uh murky murky murka and novel mercy that's what I'm trying to say mercy what the fuck 
the <laughs> sorry, number two. The previous world's confusing me. I apologize. Uh, the Woodsboro Devil strikes again when another innocent victim falls into the clutches of the elusive killer. Meanwhile, Lady Helene invites the local bourgeoisie I knew the word and I still fucked it up to a social event, attracting the attention of the powerful Lady Swanson. Suterfuge? I, I don't I don't know French. Fuck you guys. Jesus Christ. Sutterfuge? Sutterfugi? I don't know. And lies emerge. I don't... Okay, this is number two of Mercy. That's where I'm going to leave it. I don't know none of those words. Those... those... Mm. Also from Image Comics, easily my most looked forward tooted book of the whole fucking everything. My most uh, anticipated series of the year thus far. Outer Darkness slash Chew. The crossover. Number two of three. Just a little three-parter. But we've got John Lehman and Rob Guillory and Afu Chan. Um, mm, come on, guys. I'm so fucking excited with this. And, uh, yeah. Chew 2 is coming. Chew 2 is coming soon. Uh, Pre-ordered it today. Bam. So fucking stoked. <sighs> that wraps up the indie comics. That wraps up the indie comics. Before I move on to the big two, I'm going to leave you with this while I go top off my drinky poo. I'll be right back, but in the meantime, enjoy this. Let's uh, let's talk big two, and this week the big two actually means big two, not just big one. Marvel actually has some books this week. We're gonna save that for last. We're gonna talk DC. DC has a hefty hunk for us. Unfortunately, I, I'm starting to realize I really don't read read as much DC as I thought anymore. But there's still stuff in here I read for sure. I'll be picking up. We've got Aquaman number fifty nine. Um, I'm not reading Aquaman, but there you go. For those of you that are, Aquaman's happening. We've got Basket Full of Heads, number seven. This is one I'm reading. This is uh, Joe Hill and Liam Max. It's time for a final swing of the axe. In the darkest, coldest hours of the night, June Branch finds herself up against the dead-eyed killer who abducted her lover and comes face-to-face with some truths even more horrifying than the Basket Full of Heads. Yeah, man. This series has been fucking awesome. I recommend it to anybody that's into horror. Or, I mean, Joe Hill, for that matter. He's killing it, man. He's killing it. So up, we got Batman and the Outsiders. Number 12, this is Brian Hill and Dexter Soy. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing really good things about this book. It's just not really my book for some reason. It's just the, the team doesn't attract me, so I don't pick it up anymore. I've got a few issues of it, I just, yeah, haven't really got around to it, um, any, well, got, got around to getting back to it since the high praises, maybe I will, maybe I will, it seems to still be a light week, so maybe take some chances, huh, why not, what's, what's a few bucks, that's why you have a pull list, so you get discounts and shit, it doesn't feel as, as harsh taking chances, right, uh, we've got Batman Beyond, this I'm definitely reading, it's one of my favorites, uh, Dan Jurgens and Sean Chen and Sean Parsons for that matter Terry McGinnis has his memories back and he's ready to resume his duties as Batman in Neo-Gotham but as soon as he comes home so does Goliath the man-bat pet of Damian Wayne Ooh, what adventure with the air what, what adventure with the air of the demon lies in store for Batman Beyond 
Uh, I think the other big question beyond all that is, is, uh, what's going on with Neo Batwoman? Huh? Huh? So fun. I can't wait to read this fucking book. Huh? So goddamn good. From the Sandman universe, we've got Books of Magic, number 19, David Barnett, and Tom Fowler. Uh, yeah, there you go. Sandman universe, Books of Magic, number 19. The only Sandman universe that I pick up is Lucifer, and admittedly, I haven't really read that in uh, quite some time. It continues to, to remain on my pull list, though. I have no intentions of dropping it by any means. I would like to have some sort of Sandman run on my pull list. Or in my collection. Uh, we've got Flash, number 753. So it looks like Flash is going to continue on with legacy numbering. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go, Flash. It's a cool Derek Chu variant, too. I like his... No, that's not Derek Chu. That's Jung Young Hoon. Very, 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 very similar style. Sweet. I dig it. Cool cover. Cool, cool cover. Uh, there's a Flash Giant as well. Flash Giant number four. So Big week for Flash, it looks like. We've got Green Lantern Season 2, number three. So Grant Morrison and Leon Sharp continue to run at this. I've been collecting the entire run of Green Lantern um, since, you know, Season 1. But admittedly, I haven't got to around to reading any of it since season one issue three just because it's a lot it's grant morrison he's really wordy and i read a lot of books and sometimes really wordy doesn't mix well when you're mixing a whole lot of other words from a whole lot of other books in with it you know and i just admittedly i don't have the brain capacity for that so but i do have the intentions on getting around to it so i continue to pick it up still my pull list uh, Hawkman number 23, not reading Hawkman, but for those of you that are, there you go, same guy writing Justice League, Robert Venditti, uh, yeah, okay, cool, we got a, uh, oh, that's a fucking sweet cover, uh, variant cover on that, uh, Hawkman number 23, Geraldo Zavini, it is very, 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 uh, homage to Frank Miller's Dark Knight. It's oh, that's fucking sweet, man. I like that a lot. That is a really cool cover. It's very simple. There's no color on it. And for somebody that's very much about color, that says something. He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse, <laughs> number 6 of 6. Tim Seeley and Tom Derenick. I know so little about um, He-Man or Motu as the diehards tend to call it it's embarrassing how little I know so I didn't pick up this series but there you go for those of you that are you have been reminded we've got more Sandman Universe stuff we've got House of Whispers this week Mm-hmm. Nalo Hopkinson and Dan Waters Love me some Dan Waters. Dude's a fucking beast. Uh, the same guy that does... I believe the same guy that does Lucifer. Some bitch. I believe so. We've got some black label action. We've got Joker Harley Criminal Sanity number four of nine. Uh, yes. Uh, I'll be reading all of this once it's all... All together. Through its nine parts. They are oversized issues, but at the same time, they're not as thick as a lot of the other Black Label books that have been coming out, hence the nine-part series through it. Uh, but yes, very, very beautiful. I can't wait to fucking actually read it. We've got Justice League, number 45, from Robert Venditti and Eddie Barrows. The spirit of vengeance goes global. After spending untold time in isolation, the Spectre is back and his thirst for retribution will ripple across the earth. As old wounds are reopened under the Spectre's unstoppable influence, it's up to the Justice League to stop the conflict. But how can they act on, globals, on a global stage when they must first contend with their own resentments? Ew. Yeah, I continue to read Justice League, but it seems... 
it almost seems like it just needed to be rebooted because it doesn't really play any part from Snyder's universe at all, or at least very little. I can't say any part, but so little that it kind of makes you wonder. But there you go. Either way, still worth reading. Definitely still worth reading. We've got some more Hill House. Like I said, there's a lot of DC this week. Uh, we've got Lolo Woods, number five of six, Carmen Maria Machado, and Danny. So there you go. Anybody reading Lolo Woods, you're five six of the way through as of the 27th of May, 2020. Or whenever you pick up your books, but probably no sooner before that. No sooner than that. Uh, what is this? Our Fighting Forces Giant number one. Oh, it's one of them 100-page giants. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, cool. There you go. Five bucks. 100 pages. Oh, yeah. Suicide Squad. Very much looking forward to the Suicide Squad. Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. That's right, Bruno Redondo is back. Had me worried there for an issue. Made me wonder. Not that the fill-in artist was bad by any means, but I, I want this to be Redondo's run. I do. I want Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo just to be that power couple, just like they were on a Injustice. They say loop, loose lips sink ships. Captain Boomerang has the biggest mouth on Earth. That's why Locke commands Task Force X to bring him in and shut him up for good. The hunt is on, but nothing ever goes according to plan in the Suicide Squad. At least, not if Osita and her mutinous revolutionaries can help it. Will Deathstroke and Harley finally turn against Locke when ordered to kill their old squad mate? One way or another, the bodies keep dropping. Yes. Get used to death when reading Suicide Squad. You never know who's going to die. I mean, you could probably count on Harley Quinn and uh, Deadshot not dying, but beyond that, you never know who's going to die. Teen Titans number 41, Adam Glass and Robbie Thompson, along with Eduardo Pancia and Julio Ferreria. I'm not reading Teen Titans. I've never read a Teen Titans book. I don't... I'm just ignorant in that sense. I really am ignorant in a lot of the DC Universe, admittedly. Or as ignorant... Uh, not not as well-versed I was as I would like to be. Let's put it that way. You know, there's things I know, but there's far too much I don't know. Not when it comes to... To, you know, when you're comparing Marvel and indie shit. I mean, it's... I... I and yeah, in comparison, I know Jack about fucking DC. But yeah, yeah, I, I, just, I really wish I would get on Teen Titans. I do. I wish I could find time to jump in, um, learn. I don't know. Maybe I'll just get on YouTube and try to find some shit. I don't know. I don't know. If you guys got any great links or anything to, to send to me to just kind of like verse me into the history of Teen Titans, or the Titans in general, uh, please, please let me know. Uh, at Cheers to Comics, or the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. There's good stuff going on in there. Uh, let's keep it going. Terrifics, number 27. Gene Luen Yang and Sergio de Villa, along with Vincente Sinfuentes. Alright. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Terrifics really is, to be perfectly honest. That's Blue Beetle. Alright, hold on. Scientists of the world unite. When Simon Stagg sabotages Mr. Terrific's latest world-changing invention, reinforcements are needed. Enter the Terrific Council. Blue Beetle, the Atom, Man-Bat, Shaverietis... Yeah, I think I said that right. And Dwala Strong. Just hum a theme song in your head, it'll be more exciting that way. Is what it says. Hmm. Yeah, I paused for awkwardness. Looks like Michael Holt has been building a real path to progress behind the backs of his terrific comrades. But the real question is, what else is he planning? Okay. Why does this have a Dark Knight's Metal tie-in? I'm going to be picking this up. I will be picking this up. Something tells me to randomly pick this up. I th yeah. I'm into it. 
I'm into it. Strangely enough. Alright, Wonder Woman number 755. Steve Orlando has taken over Wonder Woman. And uh, Jesus Moreno and Vincente Cifuentes are on the arts. It's a sweet E. McDonald covered too. So there you go. Wonder Woman. The Four Horsewomen Part 1. I believe they're all reuniting or uniting for the first time. I don't know. There's also a Wonder Woman Giant. Wonder Woman Hunter Page Giant number 4 as well. And lastly, I don't really shout out reprints too often, but the third printing of You're the Villain, Hell Arisen, is out there. It's coming. Probably going to be a super low print run. Yeah, but that's the first punchline. So, you know, I don't know. Fucking speculators, get on it. Get on it. Let's wrap it up. You know what? Look at this. Look at this. We don't have the real fucking lengthy pull list priorities. This might actually be a real week for some people. Marvel Comics. We've got Amazing Spider-Man number 43. I continue to collect Amazing Spider-Man for the sake of collecting Amazing Spider-Man, but I am no longer really reading American Spider- American Spider-Man? Amazing Spider-Man. And that's just how it is. However, I am reading the hell out of Avengers. We're at Avengers number 33, and we got ourselves a Moon Knight fucking arc. Moon Knight vs. the Avengers. Mummies are rising from their graves. Secret armies march by moonlight from Kun Lun to Wakanda to Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village? I don't know how to say that. I'm not from there. A dark god invades Asgard, and the Moon Knight has been unleashed as never before. So begins the Age of Khonshu, so fall the Avengers. Are you fucking kidding me? Jason Aaron and Javier Garon. Garon? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. A thousand times yes. It says part one. This is an arc. This isn't going to be a tease. It better not be. Fucking Mephisto's Tony Stark's dad. Calling you out, Tom Taylor. <laughs> I need more of that. Oh, I'm so fucking stoked for this. So fucking stoked for this. Um, all right, we not a lot of not a lot of Marvel this week. They are just easing into it. I will say, we've got some uh, we've got some X action though. We've got Marauders. Cool with that. Marauders number ten. Jerry Duggan, Stefano Caselli. I'm into it. You know, I'm gonna be reading Marauders. I love this book. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Afra, number one. You know, Doctor Afra is all the new hotness right now. First appearance was uh, was a Vader number three from the Karen Gillan run. It's been rumored that she's going to appear in the ever so popular Mandalorian series on Disney Plus. So they're naturally going to give her her own series again for the second time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I've heard reviews on this book already. I'm gonna try not to let that sway me. Um, and I always urge you to, you know, any if anytime you hear something negative before something's out, you know, don't always don't always take it lightly, especially when it comes to comic books. There's some really critical comic book nerds out there, so yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna give it a shot. I am gonna give it a shot. Despite what I heard. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I didn't hear it was bad. I just... Yeah. Not what I expected. Uh, Venom. Venom number 25. Oh, yeah. Donny Cates and Mark Bagley. What does it say? In this issue of Venom Lethal Protector Reunion in the Mighty Marvel Manor. Alright. Caught between a Brock and a Hard Place. Gadunkets. Eddie must make a life-altering decision. How does Eddie move on from the events of Venom Island? I'm fucking loving Venom so much. It really is Marvel's best ongoing series. It's it's consistently incredible. Consistently incredible. And it seems that they're they're putting out a bunch of fucking covers for it too. According to Previews World, they're listing. Two, three, four, five, six separate covers here. All of them actually very intriguing. I mean, one of them is a blank, but it, 
it's black, all black, not a white blank. So that that could be interesting. But uh, you know, it looks like we got a a Keto variant. Fucking nice, man. They brought the thunder. They're gonna try to sell a shit out of this book. Six dollar price tag. So I'm hoping it's oversized. Um, Ron Lim did a variant on this. Of course, we got the Stegman A cover. Looks like a Bagley. Uh, but this, the, the the one that I'm super, super, super impressed with is the fucking Dave Raposa variant. Uh, Dave Raposa is an amazing fucking artist. He's been underutilized, but lately he's been kind of making a bit of a comeback with Marvel. Or at least in the mainstream, so. Whew. I'm excited for this one. The, the story, the covers... Uh, I'm just a big fan. I've, I'm just excited to have comics back. I feel like comics are back at a regular, a semi-regular capacity. Everyone except for Marvel, for the most part. You know, they really are just easing us into it, but I'm fine with that. I'm very fine with that. Give me three books, I'm picking up all of them. Or three or four books, whatever it was. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it's it's iffy right now going to comic book stores. I get it. I really, I really do, but I still urge you to, this is all the more reason to start a pull list, support local comic book stores, start a pull list, um, do some curbside, whatever it takes, still remain safe during all this, as somebody that's really right in the shit, um, there's, there's, huh, not enough people out there <laughs> doing the right things. So I, I don't judge anybody for not wanting to head right out to the comic book store, but I do I do urge you to not back away from still enjoying these books. There's means to still get your hands on them. There are. You know, if you're uh if you're someone like me that has to have them the day they come out, then Fucking get on these FOCs, man. Final order cutoffs. Very, very important. It helps with the print runs. It helps, you know, I mean, that, that helps everything. But it helps, you know, local comic book stores. And then it helps you. It does. It helps you. You pre-order these books and then you don't got to worry about this shit. You know, when, the, when Diamond ships them or whoever's shipping them ships them at this point, then boom. They're in a box. They're waiting for you. You don't have to worry about some grubby little... Jeremy, son of a bitch, fucking fingering through all the copies to get the best one and all of that right now. No, it's start a fucking pull list. That's my that's my tip of the week. It's my tip every week, but this is a big one. Um, it's it's important right now. It makes sense right now to follow this tip. That's all there is to it. It just makes a lot of fucking sense. It it can it could you know essentially it could save lives. <laughs> I mean I don't mean to sound over dramatic but it really could it, it would save lives um it's <laughs> there's just not enough safe people out there right now i'm not trying to be over paranoid or scary or anything like that this is me finally going on my corona rant i guess the only time i've really talked about it is you know with other creators since all of this and yeah so that's just what it is it's uh, but we got to keep this business afloat, so we have to keep buying these books. And that's really the only answer right now. It's pull us. Pull us, pull us, pull us. Um, yeah, there you have it. There you go. There really are. There's amazing stuff coming out next week. We've got indies like Rogue Planet and Outer Darkness and Chew Crossovers. And uh, the big two are back. They're back, baby. we got Batman Beyond. We've got Venom. It's... We've got Avengers. Fucking Moon Knight's going to make an appearance. Ah, oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, thank you all for tuning in. Welcome back to a real pull list priorities for the, the, the books that are coming out on the 27th of May. Um, I, I Something new happened uh, with this podcast. Something very random and sporadic. I decided to start doing live auctions. My sponsor is NSC Li NSCLiveTV.com, and the, the opportunity has been right out under my nose the whole time, but I thought, you know, what do I know about selling books? I just like collecting books. Well, as it turns out, uh, I did a, a, a few trial runs over the, uh, over the weekend, and they went splendidly. So... Um, as anybody, any follower of this podcast knows, they know I got a fucking shit ton of books. And, yeah. 
yeah, it's time for me to start getting rid of some stuff. I've got some some really good stuff I'm excited to I'm excited to just start putting books into your guys' hands. You guys listen to me talk about books. Uh, join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group and let's let me put some books in your hands. This this is a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. It's almost uh, like you get a live podcast out of it too cuz I go through and kind of talk about the books again. Um it's 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 a great instant it's it's a great insight you get to kind of <laughs> you see some stuff you see some other sides of the show that's for sure um, it's not like I said it's not necessarily the show but the the I don't know me let's put it that way um, as always I'm not trying to steer you away from Hooked on Comics they're on different days I come on Mondays at 9:30 p.m. Mountain Time, so tune in on Mondays on the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, but you can find Hooked on Comics Tuesdays and Saturday evenings. Um, thank you, NSCLiveTV.com. Uh, rate this podcast five stars on Apple and Podchaser. Extremely, extremely important on that. As well as uh, following or joining Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Become an official member of the Slurred Army and you help propel this podcast to uh, insanely crazy levels. And I, yeah, uh, my appreciation goes out to you on a level that is very difficult for me to express. Uh, so that's why I have tears. Um, <laughs> I do it that way. Also, Cheers to Comics shirts are currently being printed right now. They're projected to be here by the end of May. So I will have those up in um, a, a tier as well. And Patreon. They're, uh, first, they're going to be Patreon exclusive only that's right the only way you're going to be able to get them so thank you slurs for tuning in to yet another episode i believe this is the 189th episode of the cheers to comics podcast these are the priorities for the 27th of may 2020 slurs wash your motherfucking hands read responsibly cheers fuckers hi you're listening to cheers to comics podcast this is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne.